a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio. The House has a speaker. They're working on some rules. And then, of course, they actually have some jobs that need to be done in the 118th Congress. We all hope they can accomplish a few things that will actually matter and make a difference in individual lives, the lives of the American people. And there's a lot of things that are stacking up, I think, that are of real significance. And really pleased to have joining us once again on the program, Romina Baccia, Director of Budget and Entitlement Policy at the Cato Institute. And uh, Romina, thanks for joining us on the program again. And you've got uh, a good prescription for what uh, Congress ought to be going at and going towards uh, in this new Congress. Hi, Boyd. It's so good to be with you again. Uh, Yeah, we were just waiting for the speaker battle to play itself out. And now that Congress is ready to get to work, uh, we thought it would be good to give them some guidance on what they should tackle next. And the big thing they should tackle is these um, record level deficits that are driving up inflation that are hurting American families all across the country. I was just reading today about the number of Americans that have had to tap into their retirement savings in order to make ends meet as inflation has eaten away at their purchasing power. And I think that should be a number one priority for this for this Congress, because um, it, it's crazy to me that we are still um, having deficits. So the difference uh, between what Congress spends and what they collect in revenue, meaning what they borrow, the deficit is as high now as it was in 2009 mm. when we were in the greatest economic crisis since the Great Depression, mm. the so-called Great Recession. And, um, and, and during the COVID-19 pandemic, we also had trillion-dollar deficits. But now, if you look at the next 10 years, we have deficits projected to grow, uh, never dropping below a trillion, mm. uh, but growing from there. And uh, we're not in a crisis. Why are we spending as if we are? Yeah, oh, that's uh, if we could get them just to focus on that, I think uh, that would go uh, a long, long way. I, I want to dig into something that uh, won't become urgent probably until summer. Uh, but of course, they'll probably wait until it becomes urgent so they can deal with it. Uh, and that is actually the debt ceiling. And you've got some great prescriptions here in terms of that. Uh, and I think we ought to be having this conversation now rather than maybe it's summer when uh, when we start bumping up against that debt ceiling. Describe that to our to our listeners in terms of what that is, why that matters and why we ought to deal with it now. Yeah, the debt ceiling is a really powerful fiscal tool that Congress has. And what it what it does legislatively is that it authorizes the Treasury Department to borrow Um, on behalf of the American people in public markets. So 
So anytime Treasury issues new bonds um, that have to be authorized by Congress, Congress's power of the purse, and they've delegated that through the debt ceiling. So when um, Treasury runs up against that debt ceiling, which uh, is at $31.4 trillion now, it's a a massive amount of money that is um, 20% larger than the entire U.S. economy in in any given year as measured by GDP, I would say it's too high. And the fact that the debt keeps growing and Congress has to keep raising the debt ceiling to make room for that additional debt is a real problem. But it also gives Congress uh, leverage and a, um, a focused opportunity to really look at what's driving this debt, why is the debt growing at such a rapid rate, and what can we do to stabilize the debt so Congress doesn't have to increase the debt ceiling by trillions of dollars every couple of years. That's, uh, that's just irresponsible. It's a bit like Uh, When you run up against your credit limit, you could call your credit card company and ask them to increase the limit and accrue more debt. Um, Or you could take a hard look at your budget and have a conversation around the dinner table, what you're going to what you can cut or maybe who can get another job so you can uh, you can avoid running your life on debt. And that's the kind of conversation that kitchen table conversation that we need Congress to have Congress to have this year. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. And it is the conversations that, uh, as you mentioned at the outset that many American families are are having right now because of interest and because of the cost of so many different things. And they're looking at their own budgets and saying, okay, we're, we're going to have to scrimp here or cut there, or we're going to have to add more revenue, as you said, have a side hustle uh, or something. Uh, the interesting thing to me, and sadly, uh, both parties have been doing this for so long, that when we start getting close to that credit limit, uh, they immediately go into the sky is falling. If we don't raise this, then we're going to default, and we haven't done that ever. And uh, those—that's mm-hmm. actually not a true argument, right? In terms of what that means, because there is revenue coming in all the time. There's there's ways mm-hmm. to work around it, but but what's the real? What's the reality of all of that? Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I don't find it too surprising that um, lawmakers who want to continue spending as if there's no tomorrow are um, are trying to convince the American people that there's no other option than to raise the debt limit. Um, but if you look at it more closely, and we really had this debate in 2011 where Speaker Boehner and President Obama went at it, and up until, you know, two days before Treasury the, would have been bound by the debt limit, so they got really close to it. What would have happened? And we found out later that, well, yeah, Treasury actually does have the ability to prioritize um, interest on the debt, Mm -hmm. meaning they can avoid default on debt payments. 
And that, that would have been their plan if Congress had not raised the debt ceiling. The problem, of course, is because Congress is spending more than it's bringing in in tax revenues, you wouldn't be able to make all payments on time. So there would have been payment delays in other areas of the budget. And Treasury has not been given guidance by Congress for how to carry that out. Mm. So at the time, they said if they had run out of borrowing authority, they would have you know, paid interest on the debt first to avoid that, that default scenario, which is, you know, the most scary one. Um, and otherwise, they would have delayed other government payments until they would have been able to make those in full. Um, and, you know, that's also painful and that creates a lot of uncertainty. So that's not the ideal, ideal scenario. So I agree with you, knowing that the debt limit will hit sometime this summer. Now is the time for the new Congress to sit down and work out a spending cut plan because what's driving the growth in the debt is the growth in spending, um, spending increases that Congress keeps authorizing, but also automatic spending growth mm. in the entitlement programs, primarily healthcare entitlements, Medicare, Medicaid, but also Social Security. And we, we're going to need a bipartisan plan to solve these issues. And now is the time to have those discussions. So we don't have to have that conversation about you know, what will happen if the debt limit won't be raised in time. Just work out a plan now, and um, you've got plenty of time to put that into law, and then we can raise the debt limit, but with a plan that stabilizes future growth in spending and debt so we uh, avoid a fiscal crisis in the future. Yeah, that was one of the things that I loved in uh, in your piece, Romina, was just this idea of, okay, if we if we have to deal with the raising the debt ceiling, let's only do that if we can also agree uh, to ways we're going to change our behavior so that we don't have this same argument and sky is falling and fear factor uh, every little while. It just beca- To me, it often becomes one more way to just spend more money uh, rather than changing, changing the behavior. One of the other things that you talked about uh, and some things that uh, should be looked at for sure in this new Congress is everything from uh, getting back to the earmark ban. Uh, we know there was uh, more earmarks in the uh, omnibus, I think over 7,000. Uh, that's one Mm -hmm. area. What are some of the other things you're looking at in terms of here's some things that in a new Congress, before the sky is falling, Congress can actually do? What are some of the things we should be looking for? Yeah, so one big thing is that Congress increased spending on most government programs by over 20% during the pandemic. Um, Not that uh, you can resolve a public health crisis by throwing money at it, but they did try. And, uh, and now we're continuing to spend at these high levels and adjusting for inflation from there when what we should be doing is returning to pre-pandemic spending levels. So cut down that spending, that excess spending, um, and then limit the growth to, you know, no more than 2%, which is what the Federal Reserve's target for inflation is um, from there. So, yeah, cutting, basically cutting and then capping spending on most uh, government programs. Um, I also think, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we will need to reform major entitlement programs. Social Security and Medicare, they both are on trust funds. Both of those trust funds will run out of money. Medicare in 2026, Social Security is projected to run out by 2032. That would mean automatic benefit cuts for those seniors and beneficiaries on these programs. Congress can avoid those, but only if they work together to adopt policy reforms that avoid automatic benefit cuts and instead put in place reforms that make these programs work better for uh, beneficiaries, but also 
reduce the burden on the working and uh, younger generations that are, are paying for these benefits going forward. You know, life expectancy has gone up. There are simple changes Congress can make, make sure the benefits uh, target those seniors who need help the most. Um, and, uh, and, and we can save a lot of money by um, making these programs work better. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've got an idea. After, after they adopt the rules package, I think they should have to read out loud on the floor of the House your piece uh, and then talk about it and debate it amongst themselves on the floor of the House. I think that would be the beginning of great solutions. So that's uh, that's going to be my early pitch for the 118th Congress. I would love that. <laughs> I would love for you to um, call your member of Congress and ask them to do that. <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll call it the Romina Plan. <laughs> uh, Romina Vacha is the Director of Budget and Entitlement Policy at the Cato Institute, and she's spot on, folks. Uh, we've got to have a different kind of conversation when it comes to spending. And there's time to do it right now in the beginning of the 118th mm-hmm. Congress. Call your member of Congress and ask them, demand them <laughs> that they have a different kind of conversation. Romina, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Boyd. All right. Again, that's Romina Vacha. It's a great piece. And uh, it's on it. Again, I don't care where you fall on the political spectrum. This is a practical, tactical conversation that you're all having around your kitchen tables. It's time we call Congress to the kitchen table as well. We'll be right back. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.